Welcome aboard Train 1. We're riding the rails to Trainer, Pennsylvania, and we've got some time to kill. Let's play some trivia. <laughs> Rail fans, introduce yourselves. I'm John, and I was told that this wasn't the train episode. I'm Joe, and I've been on a train. I'm Alec. What's a train? Oh, brother, this guy stinks! <laughs> well, you'll find out. Okay, so, not surprisingly, the topic for this week is trains. And yes, I did just lie to John about this about an hour ago. I'm distraught. This is going to be... Well... It's going to be a banger. Let's get going. I'm Let's excited. Go. We'll see how well you know your bullet train. I Yeah, I've been on a bullet train before. Okay. That's, that's my one credential for this show. Yes. Okay, the rules for this round are as follows. There are going to be three progressively more difficult levels, each consisting of five questions. Level one questions are worth one point, level two questions are worth two points, and so on. Since the two-century-long history of trains is filled with a seemingly inordinate amount of information, for particularly difficult questions, I will give multiple-choice options. However, if a player is able to guess the correct answer before the options are read, they will receive double the point value for that question. Please keep track of your own points. John. There will also be a single challenge question in the game where I will give a fake answer to the question. Once per game, each player can challenge what I say is the correct answer. If a player correctly challenges the fake answer, they are awarded three points. But if they incorrectly challenge a correct answer, they lose three points. Multiple players can challenge the same question. Whoever buzzes in first and answers correctly gets the points. Um, okay. With that out of the way, let's start the game. <laughs> Hey, it, can we Google? <laughs> no, you can I should have said that. No, can you cannot I, Google, John. Mozilla cool. You cannot Google or Bing or any of those. What if I have I'm a I'm in my book. villain era, so I'm can leaning into bang? it. Okay. Can you bang? <laughs> duck, duck, go. Well, before, just a question. So if we guess yes. before you finish saying, we get double points? No, 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 no. If it's a, if it's a multiple <laughs> choice question, I will let you know. Okay, and if you know ahead. the answer before I read the options, you'll get double the points. Got it. Cool. But that's only for like hard ones. So, yeah, okay. but these are pretty it's easy. For, like, okay, I'm scared once. Are we using a buzzer today? Yes. Sweet. So buzz in. Here we go. Question one. Which city was the first to build an underground railway? Okay. I see Joe as the first one to buzz in. Was it perchance London with the Metropolitan Railway? That is correct. It was London with the Metro opening in 1863 and still operating to this day. Throwback to the Circles episode, if, if you've not seen the Circles there episode. There we go. <laughs> Shout out to Circles and... Oh, Deep cut. And West Virginia's <laughs> independence from Virginia, I guess. I don't think Cooper ever forgave All me right. for that. Alrighty, question two. This is a multiple choice question. Which is the largest railroad company in the U.S.? This is by both length of network and by revenue. Does anyone have any guesses before I read the options? There are no penalties for a wrong guess. Okay, John? Uh, is it Amtrak? It is not Amtrak. It's not Amtrak. Joe, Alec, do you guys have any guesses before I read the options? Oh, there's options? I would like to hear the options. Okay. Okay, here we go. So the options are A, Norfolk Southern. B, BNSF, C, Union Pacific, D, Amtrak, which John already eliminated, and E, CSX. Okay, Joe was the first to buzz in. I had it in my mind that it was something SF, so I think it might, once I heard BNSF, I think that's the one I'm going to go with. That is correct. Joe is absolutely it. killing it. 
Uh, BNS. Is this episode just going to be a bunch of acronyms that I don't <laughs> know? Uh, yes, it is BNSF with 32,500 miles of track and $29 billion in revenue in 2020. John, fun fact, Amtrak only owns 623 miles of track. The rest of their trains only. run on uh, freight train rails. So I've just been fed Amtrak propaganda, I guess. Anyway. Well, okay. most train tracks people can't ride on, right? So <laughs> that not with that attitude. That is a <laughs> lack of spirit there. Just wait till we get catch, to the people riding John, on train like, tracks question. Yeah, John just putting on some roller skates and like sliding <laughs> down the train tracks. There you go. Isn't there a we, musical about that? We do not encourage this behavior. No, no, there's a musical oh, no, about the, uh well, what is it? Something Express. The Starlight Express. Starlight Express. The Starlight, Starlight Express. Express. It's Andrew Lloyd Webber, and we don't talk about it. <laughs> and Tom Hanks plays uh, Santa Claus. Everyone. He plays everyone. <laughs> All right, here we go. Question three. <laughs> Which country was the first to build and operate a railway built specifically for high-speed trains? Okay, John? It's Japan. That is correct. I knew Come you'd on. get that one. I knew that. I've been there. Yes, so, I wrote on that. So Japan in 1964 with the well-known Shinkansen or bullet train, which operated 130 miles per hour, still operates to this day, but now at 200 miles per hour. Zoom, zoom. All right. Wow. Clear those buzzers. Question four. This is a multiple choice question. One of my personal favorite locomotives, the General Electric Genesis P42DC, which is used in passenger service on New Jersey Transit, Amtrak, Metro oh, no. North Railroad, and Via Rail in Canada, was designed by famed Chilean designer Cesar Vergara. Notably, it was one of the very first locomotives to employ a monocoque design. What does this mean? <laughs> Does anyone have a guess before I <laughs> read the option? Uh, sure, why not? I I'd like to. Okay. Why not? Uh does it mean that it only has like one engine, like one cockpit? Okay. <laughs> I don't want to reveal that. <laughs> Joe? I have an answer, but it's wrong, so I'm gonna wait. Okay. And Alec, do you have a guess? Okay, monocoque. Um Do you want me I'm to gonna... spell that for you? Yes. It's M O N O. I want you to. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's M O N O C O Q U E. Unfortunate. Um, oh. is that monocoque? If you just want to gonna... wait for the multiple choice options, you can. I got Joe. You're British. You know that that's silent. <laughs> I have no chance of getting any points unless I risk it. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. Just do it. They they only have like one lever in the. In the engine place. <laughs> this whole, my whole job here is to pull this one lever, and that's it. And it's the whistle. They don't have like 10,000 <laughs> different levers, they just have one. They just have one. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna, uh, those are not really close, so let's go ahead and go on to the options. Option A, it has only one pair of trucks. B, it contains only one diesel generator. C, it utilizes a one-piece shell design for structural rigidity, or D, it is designed for operation in only one direction. Okay, I see John as the first to buzz in. I'm going to go with the structural rigidity one. That is correct. <laughs> yes. It felt Dang right. It. 
That and I saw Joe also like go, oh, that sounds like the one over the call. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm going to rip this out of Joe's cold dead hands. So yeah, so it use, utilizes a single shell design where it gets a structural rigidity from the shell itself, which makes it lighter. But in a wreck, it's more difficult to repair, obviously, because you have to replace the whole shell. And as a result of this, um, Amtrak has been bolting nose cones on the front of their unit. So if they crash into a car at a grade crossing, it doesn't damage the unit itself. So and let's let's yeah. be frank. Um, Amtrak crashes are often yeah because we're worried about the train. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're worried about the train in that situation. The train I mean, is the important part. That's the investment. It is right, right. People, yeah. Okay, let's clear those buzzers. There we go. Okay, question five. This is the last one for this round. In 1970, President Richard Nixon signed the Rail Passenger Service Act into law. This act created the National Railroad Passenger Corporation, or NRPC, that would receive taxpayer funding and assume operation of inner-city passenger trains. What is the better-known name for this corporation that is still in operation today? Okay, I see Joe as the first. Is it Amtrak? That's correct. Good job, Joe. I'm going to really? do so bad later. It's going gonna, it's gonna to catch up with Joe me. Joe is absolutely killing it. All right, John, let's get an update on points. All right, Alec is at zero. I'm at two, and Joe is at three. It's impressive that we've gotten all of the points so far, because I have no idea what's going on. Well, let's see if Alec can get off the ground here. <laughs> yeah, thanks, It's the everyone. train episode. You're not supposed to get off the ground. I, uh, I knew multiple of those, and I just... Didn't buzz in fast enough. <laughs> well, get those those buzzer fingers ready. Okay, here we go. Level two. These questions are worth two points apiece. Question six. In what year did the number of miles of railroad track in the U.S. hit its peak? I'm just saying the closest is correct on this one. And you get a one point bonus if you can guess the number of miles to the nearest 50,000. So I'm being very generous here. To the okay, Alec 50, is first. 000. Okay, the year it was 1947. And the okay. number of miles, I'm going to go with 700,000. <laughs> okay. Why are, you, why are you laughing at me? My I, poker face is really bad. Um, okay, I have so, no concept of <laughs> 1947,000 miles. Okay, um, Joe, you're next. I think, think th- th- I think I'm going to be laughed at too because I'm thinking 1923, and okay. I was going to say 970,000 miles. Okay. And John, we're all so all right, stupid. I'm gonna. I have. No, I'm so dumb with trains. Uh, 1910 and. Joe, what was your answer? So I can stay away from yours. Uh, Nineteen. <laughs> like, so I can, so I can like keep Joe's your fifty thousand. Nine hundred seventy thousand. I'm glad you remember because I don't. Uh, I'll try to sit in the middle and I'll say like eight hundred fifty thousand. Okay. So the answer, um, I'm going to give the points to John for the year because the year was 1916. He was only six years off. Uh, excuse and, me. Yeah, you were seven, you were seven year, years off. You were seven Wait, years what, off, what, Joe. What did I say? You said, you said 1923. 1923. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love arguing math on this show. It's such great listening content. Um, math more. And then I'm not going to give anyone the point for the miles because it was 250,000 miles of track. So okay, you all were like more than Okay, double. we but, we read we read you laughing at Alec wrong. <laughs> here's why I went so high. 
Because you said we would get it from the nearest 50,000. That's a mm-hmm. that's a twenty percent buffer you gave us. <laughs> well, I was hoping that someone would guess actually two hundred and fifty thousand, because like it's seven hundred thousand is like when you too said much. that's like the increment. I think it's got to be a lot bigger than that. <laughs> Did you not learn well, about this in Sam, elementary I have school? Absolutely no concept of how many like miles of road we have in this country. Well, I as don't know that. At least ten. Is even. expert here. At least ten. Between ten and. A million, I guess. I don't know. It might be more than a million. I don't know. Okay, well, I feel bad looking at Alex, so I'm going to give him the points, even though he was almost triple the correct answer. <laughs> you're, you're giving <laughs> Alex the point because you feel bad? You mean, How many yes. points He is looked that? at me and one. felt sorry. So, so for the, Alec for the listeners one. at home, I was doing the thing with the fingers. Yes. Yep. Yeah, Alec, Alec does look pitiful. I can, can vouch Beautiful. for that. And I want everyone to have a fun experience with trains, so we're going to give Alec a point so he feels better. Aww. We're spreading the wealth for trains. We're spreading Thanks, the wealth. trains. Okay. Choo-choo. Question seven. What major U.S. historical event in 1863 helped to significantly publicize George Pullman's passenger cars and, by extension, passenger train travel? Uh, Joe? Was it when the two met in Utah, um, the Pacific Railroad and the other one from other the one. east when they met <laughs> to form the transcontinental railroad you're talking when they, about when yes. they kissed when, when they, they kissed remember when, when they kissed, kissed when they in kissed. 1863 <laughs> um what that is not correct in Utah. <laughs> in 1863 <laughs> i think the answer is you get burned at the stake but i'm not sure <laughs> okay alec you're up next uh my guess is the uh civil war because they had to that, bust a lot of soldiers around that is incorrect darn uh, John? Uh, my guess was going to be the Civil War stopped. The the non-Civil War. <laughs> the, in 1863. The, the absence of... Si- I don't know. Okay, Joe, I will say... I don't know what's going on I will here. say that Alec and John are the closest. If anyone <laughs> Alec, wants to take another stab with at our it? trivia answers? <laughs> Alec? <laughs> Slavery? Oh, wait! I might have an idea. Actually. Okay, John, you're up next. It's not slavery, it, Alec. Was it due to like the succession, the secession crisis, where states started leaving the union, and everyone's just like, "I need to go home. No. I can't be where I'm at right now, so I have to go back to my state." Oh no, I've got it. I've got it. Let me oh, let no, me go again. No, no, no. Well, Joe has another chance. <laughs> Joe's here. Joe's here. Let Joe be here. I am going to say Abraham Lincoln traveling around the union. I've got it. I've got it. If that's not it, go ahead. Gold Rush. No. Okay. Dang it! <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and give the points to Joe, because um, Joe said Abraham Lincoln traveling around, which I guess he kind of was doing that here. It was the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. In 1863? I thought that was yes. after that. Dang. That was 1865. People- <gasps> oh, that's the fake answer I challenged right now. I'm challenging. <gasps> Wait. I'll Hold do on. that too. I have points to challenge. Wait a second. Actually- My research might be wrong here, because that definitely was not the I thought challenge. he died later than that. <laughs> He did. He died. I wish I could Google about it. He died. Well, he was shot on my birthday. Okay, I guess I just doxed myself, but he was shot on my birthday and died. I doxed myself with my birthday that I share with millions of people. Okay, everyone send a bunch of gifts to Joe on his birthday as a prank. Okay, so the story... So the story behind this is after Lincoln's death, a Pullman car was used as part of the cortege that traveled through the Midwest while returning his body to Illinois, which resulted in huge publicity for the passenger cars. 
A cool fun fact is that when Pullman died in 1897, his replacement as head of his passenger car company was none other than Robert Todd Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln's eldest son. Cool, but it was still 1865. Yes, I apologize that you were wrong about the date. Yes, I don't know why I typed 1863. Now, in retrospect, I realize that that was not correct and led you guys astray. I got I've, I've I introspected. Res- I respect your correction live on the air. Thank you. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> okay. Question eight. An engineer that designed the original body of Japan's bullet train also designed what infamous piece of military equipment for the Japanese during World War II? Okay. Alec? I'm going to say, I don't know the name of it, but I'm going to say like the kamikaze planes. That is correct. Wow. It was uh, specifically the Yokosuka MXY7 Oka. Uh, the engineer. Here we are with the acronyms John doesn't know anymore. It's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> I'm just saying it so I can, you know. Uh, but I'll give Alec the two points for that. Um, the engineer who reportedly felt bad about how his design had been used, as a result of that, he designed the legendary bullet train. And fun fact I just told this to John earlier to this day, there have been zero accident related fatalities on the bullet train for its an entire 58 year history. So wow. it has an unblemished safety that. record. Accident related? <laughs> um, yes. Well, one of those, I remember this from the story mm-hmm. Sam was telling me, one of those was a guy who lit himself on fire after killing two other passengers on the bullet train, which we no, can't no, 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 no. really he blame committed... on the bullet train now, <laughs> no. can we? He committed suicide by lighting himself on fire, which the fire killed two other people. The fire killed two other people yes. on accident. That's accident That's accident. No, accident on the train. Whatever. That was an accident that was on the train. (laughs) It's impressive. How can they stop that? Okay. But I I bet they didn't advertise that. No one's died on this train except for that suicide fire guy. (laughs) (laughs) We don't talk about him. Okay. I guess I should have said train accident related. I apologize. But yes, zero train accident related fatalities. Yes. Yes, correct. It's just too fast. It goes right through it. It like phases through. Right. Okay. Question nine. This is a multiple choice question. If I were to say that a train has a mixed consist, this would indicate that it contains both freight cars and what? Okay. Oh, I missed it because it's clear. Okay. So it has freight cars, which I understand to be like they're transporting like goods. So does that mean it also- Cars with freight in them. (laughs) It also has (laughs) passenger cars. Good job, Alec. That is correct. So freight cars and passenger cars create a mixed consist. A great example of this is Amtrak's auto train, which travels between Virginia and Florida, where passengers can take their own vehicle with them on the journey. The worst part about this whole thing is that Alec got four points for this. Mm -hmm. That's the worst part, especially since John has how many points? (laughs) One second. I'm I'm too busy tallying your four points. (laughs) I I, I only have four points. It was a good answer. Okay. We've got one question left this round. Here we go. Question 10. This is going to use prices Right rules. In 2021, how many fatalities occurred at U.S. railroad crossings? In 2021. Okay, Joe. So this is just like at the crossings, right? Not like because... Not like, not like trains that fall off. Stuff like that. No fire okay. right. people. Not trains falling but, off at okay. railroad crossings. Okay, cool. Uh, I am going to say that is a solid 68. Okay. Uh, we've got John next. I was going to go a little bit higher and say 200. Okay. And then Alec? This is in the U.S., right? Just in the U.S., yes. Um, I'm going to say 100. 100? 
Okay, the answer is 237, so I'm going to give that one to John. That was pretty good. Uh, This represents a 21% increase from 2020. There were also 653 injuries and a total of 2,131 collisions. And now, since we're at the end of round two, this gives us a- Wait, I have a a question. (laughs) Yes, okay, Joe. Just wondering, 20 process. I have to think about this. Nobody what, did anything in 2020, so like how, there wouldn't be that this many 20, people that died. This was 2021. Yeah, I know, but you said it's an increase from 2020, which isn't well, that impressive considering what nobody was it went in 2019? anywhere. Yeah. Well, no, it's actually been going up for like the last 10 years. Oh, well, even that's in unfortunate. Yeah. That's unfortunate. So, but anyway. But Darn. it still represents a huge decrease as a result of safety efforts. Now, since we're at the end of round two, um, this gives us an awesome opportunity to speak about our sponsor. It is very important to give trains the right of way. The average freight train going 60 miles per hour takes... <laughs> I can't laugh while saying this, John's face. I'm sorry. I'll look away. I'll again. be over here if you need me. Okay. It is very important to give trains the right of way. The average freight train going 60 miles per hour takes more than a mile to stop. Look, listen, live, and learn more at operationlifesaver.org. That's okay. like live, laugh, love, but not. Well, did you just give us an actual sponsor? Yes, I did. Aww. Very important. Their mission is very important to reduce crossing-related fatalities in the U.S. I very uh, highly suggest you check them out. This has dumb ways to die energy. It does. <laughs> Stay safe driving into an unmarked railroad crossing. That's that video is sponsored by whatever. You're right. You're right. You're right. National Rail train. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Richard Nixon's Amtrak or whatever. So all right, John. Let's get an update on points here. All right, one second. I have to do math because I had to roll away so Sam could read an ad. Whoever's editing, can we get like that? We had some like nice bossa nova music last time I did like a John does math segment that I've missed deeply. Bring that back. We'll hey, I'm back very up. good. I'm very good at singing the musical numbers. If we want to do that, yeah, give it a go. I don't know what give this us a music try. sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just add your numbers. This is John, and he's doing okay, math, okay. and we're going. Joe, I'm I'm gonna free you from this. Okay, thank you. All right, bringing up the tail end. Joe has five. <sighs> I came back around with six, and Alec is currently narrowly in the lead with seven. <sighs> I have seven. Man, that double points question really seven. saved you. Woo. The double points question when you were like, what other kind of train car do I know? <laughs> that was double points? Yeah, because you got yeah. it before it the, you got a question choice. Oh, cool. Thanks, All right. I gotta talk to our, our <laughs> question editor. <laughs> okay, so now we're on to level three. These are each worth three points. This is time for the hard ones. Question 11. You're in a rail yard when all of a sudden a railroad employee yells that you're in the foul. What does he mean? Okay, I see John buzzed in first. I'm too close to the track. <laughs> I'll give that to you. It means oh, can technically we not see that you're... Huh? Can we not keep guessing and see if we can get closer? Well, well, it's Alec first. Well, okay, go ahead, Alec. John's was pretty close. Are you standing in that little gravelly area? Okay, that's called the ballast. Um, okay. But so okay, that's different. That's kind of close. Too. That's also you're standing too close to the track. <laughs> okay, Joe. My guess is you're in like you can't be seen in a line of sight. Like you're in the blind zone. But then how does he know that you're there? How exactly. does he know to yell at you? Well, it's oh, Telepathy. does he just do that every five minutes anyway? <laughs> Maybe he has like a, a in reverse case anyone's camera. out there. You're in the foul. Move. Maybe. Maybe he has a reverse camera. <laughs> Um, okay. 
Um, so I'm going to give the uh, three points to John here. Um, the technical term means that you're standing close enough to the track to be hit by a passing train. Okay. Um, this is well, usually defined too close as standing. To the track. <laughs> yeah. This is usually defined as standing within four feet of the nearest rail, since trains overhang the rails on each side by approximately four feet. So good job, John. So if you're standing five feet away, they're like, "You're good. Don't worry about it." <laughs> Joe, do that math right now. Do it. Well, I was do just going to say for those Canadian neighbors in the foul old also can mean you're in a flock of geese. Or that you just ripped a stinky tooth. Yeah, that too. You know when you're in a rail yard and you rip a stinky tooth. <laughs> it happens to you all of us. fart here. Uh, rip ass elsewhere. Okay. It's very dangerous to railroad safety. Okay. Uh, you, can re- you can find out more about that at the website Sam mentioned earlier. <laughs> Stop. Live, laugh, love. Oh. Amtrak.com slash stinky two. Stinky two. <laughs> All right. Okay, here we go. Question 12. This is a multiple choice one. The 1993 Big Bayou Cannot accident was the second worst rail accident in U.S. history, resulting in 47 deaths and 103 injuries among the Amtrak train's passengers. What deformed the rails that caused the train to derail into the bayou? When was this? This was in 1993. This is the worst accident in modern American history in terms of deaths. Okay, I see Alec first. Don't laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say a stinky tune. Don't you dare fucking laugh at this comedy podcast. If anyone laughs at this, alligator. You think an alligator could derail an Amtrak train? You Have you ever seen you. an alligator, Sam? You said the bayou. Yes. Okay. There were alligators there, but unfortunately, that is not correct. Um, Joe? Unfortunately. Or sorry, John was I, next. That's me, but thanks. Uh, was it hurricane-related soil erosion? No. Okay, Joe? Uh, that was going to be my guess. I'm going to... That's, s- that's what I know down there. Crocodiles and yeah. hurricanes, right? No, I said alligator. You could try crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, give give oh, crocodile a yeah, shot. Give, give the choices. There's choices. There's no, okay. Yeah. There's choices. I forgot about the choices. Can we yeah. unbuzz? Well, no. No. It's my turn no, next. Go ahead, Joe. No. Not how that's worked this episode. No. I cleared it. Shoot. Once I read the choices, we resets. Okay. Here we go. Right, okay. Bill Clinton's the election. options are: <laughs> A. A passing barge colliding with the bridge. B. Shelling, which is the internal wearing of rails from the inside out. C, intentional sabotage. D, heat expansion. Or E, rotten wooden railroad ties. Okay, I see Joe first. Well, it's Louisiana, so it's hot and humid, so I'm going to guess that the wood rotted. That is not correct. Also, it was in Alabama, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) They're not allowed to have a bayou. I threw you off with alligators. (laughs) John is next. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, that since this was like the most complicated, the barge hit the bridge. That is and incorrect. Then knocked everything. Ugh. Sorry. Okay, Alec. Okay, I guess this, this is my final shot. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say the crocodile. The crocodile's still out there. <laughs> it wasn't a choice. I'm gonna say the boringest one, which is thermal expansion. <laughs> that is not correct. 
Darn! It's an intentional sabotage? This was intentional sabotage? Yes, it was intentional sabotage. Oh my god. Um, A teenage boy named Joseph Boardman. Crocodile. Yes, a teenage boy named Joseph Boardman uh, cut the rail and then rewired a switch so the signal that has a current running through the rail that would normally turn red if it if the rail is disconnected rewired it so that the signal would stay green and the train 70 miles an hour went right into the cut piece of track and derailed into the bayou. Yikes. Yep. Was he so is he fun. like in prison? Was he charged yes. with forever? Like a thousand counts of murder or whatever? Uh, I'm not sure specifically what he was charged with, but. Little do our contestants know that this was the fake answer. Looks like they were fooled this time. Okay. He was fun also fact. known as the alligator. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but he no didn't derail it with his body. Alligator. I didn't say um, alligator okay. did it with his body. <laughs> oh, intentionally I thought you meant by an alligator. Okay, okay. I thought you meant like the alligator crawled onto the track, train hit it, no, and derailed. It. And I'm like, no, just like uh, various uh, alligator related deformities. It was like gnawing on the rail. Yeah. That's what I was imagining. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll let it fun go. Fun fact. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Fun fact here, um, Amtrak's fatality rate is approximately 0.15 per billion passenger miles. For context, this figure is a whopping 7.3 per billion for cars, but it's only 0.07 per billion for airlines. So you could say Amtrak is around twice as dangerous as airlines in terms of billion passenger miles. There you go. Hmm. More prone to teenage boy sabotage yes sabotage Mm -hmm. question 13 in which country is the longest perfectly straight section of railroad track located it is almost 300 miles long uh alec the soviet union aka russia that is not correct good guess though okay um john i'm gonna say india that is also incorrect joe hmm well um I'm torn between Canada or the U.S. because um, I know they have a long railroad, um, and we learned about the how the effect of the Coriolis force on that. <laughs> I'm gonna guess Canada. That is also incorrect. Okay, at this point, it's a free for all. <laughs> Just <laughs> throw out countries that you U.S. Think it might the United be. States, Chile, Argentina. China. The UK. I'm just going to keep naming countries Australia. until someone stops me. New Zealand. Yes, Alec got it. I got it? Australia. Oh. Australia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it in Joe, the, yes. the There's outback? not 300 miles in the UK for that. Yes, there is. <laughs> what, up and down? I don't know. It's a roller coaster. <laughs> up and down. <laughs> <laughs> Give me those okay. three Aussie um, points, John. I got you, bud. Yes, yeah, so um, it's part of the Trans-Australian Railway. And for 297 miles, it's completely arrow straight and not deviating whatsoever. It can even be seen from space. And according to former astronaut Andy Thomas, it was like a very fine line, like someone had drawn a very fine pencil line across the desert. So if it's straight, that means the Earth is flat, right? It has to. Well, (laughs) I think it curves. It just kind of like balances. Yes, the Earth is flat. There we go. Confirmed. Okay. (laughs) We we figured it out. We need logical consistency on this podcast. (laughs) All right, the Earth we is just flat, two and then that is on top here. of four elephants, and then that is on top of a giant turtle. We all know this to be true. Onwards. We hold these truths to be self-evident. <laughs> okay. Good one, Joe. Question 14. 
I can't believe Thomas Jefferson just wrote live, laugh, love, and we were all like, yeah, Joe, exactly. Wait, live, laugh, love, that's the train train slogan again. Look, listen, live. Yeah. Click it or take um, it. Okay, question 14. What percentage of freight cargo worldwide is transported by train at some point in its journey? This is Price is Right rules. Okay, uh, Joe? I'm going to say that's a solid 79%. Okay, uh, John? 67%. Okay, uh, Alec? 80%. Oh, that's the easiest okay. decision ever. <laughs> well, not until you hear the answer. Uh, I, did we all go, we all overshot it? So the answer is 40%. Oh, <laughs> oh so we all lose. Well, Price is Right rules, we don't get that. Wait, I would like to have yeah. another guess. <laughs> um yeah so no one gets those points that was i'm so glad that alec didn't get that or else i would have had to have driven out all the way to his undisclosed location all the way here yeah all the way there mm. all the way to or you could there. hop on amtrak i could amtrak.com mm. slash all aboard <laughs> anyway all right we've reached our final question Woo-hoo. oh no uh... question 15 U.S. railroads run on what is known as standard gauge track. What is the distance in inches between the rails for this gauge of track? Closest wins. Okay, Joe. Oh, so I believe it is four foot six. So four inches, Joe. Yeah, I know. Four times 12 is... 48, you can 48 do that. plus I said six, so that is 50, uh-huh. 54. Quick, fast math. Quick, fast math. Okay, so Joe says 54. Uh, John? All right, uh, I'll say a flat 50. Okay. And Alec? Okay, I do know that this width comes from the uh, same width of like a horse carriage. Because when they made the standard width, it was from in like the in the you know Europe somewhere, and they just put the tracks right on top of like the rivets from people's horse carriages. Not that I know what that width is. That doesn't help you at all. Not about what the. <laughs> but width you know the how wide do you think a horse is? <laughs> um, what so did you Joe say, said John? fifty-four, and John how wide said do you 50. think a horse? Is? Oh, I said fifty inches. Okay, you guys. Sound pretty close. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say... Say 52. Split the difference. 52. Okay. Uh, Joe gets the points here. The answer is 56.5. Ooh. Four foot eight Ooh. and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. You were really close. And... I knew it was up there. Very impressive, Joe. Um, fun fact. Alec kind of stole this fun fact. This distance is derived from the original specification for an Imperial Roman Army War Chariot. In the end, wagons maintained this Roman specification until wagon building tools were eventually used to construct the first standard gauge railroads in England. Since the first American railroads were built by English expatriates, this gauge has been the standard since American railroads began. So, four foot eight and a half inches. So, just a question, are narrow gauge trains, are they consistent? Are they a certain amount as well? Or does that just mean yes, narrow? they would be less. Than standard. Okay. But yeah. it's a standardized number as well. They're skinny. Yes. They're skinny. Skinny legends, narrow gauge trains. Okay. So, John, would you like to reveal the results? Of course. Uh, nothing has changed, really. So Joe is now at eight. I am at nine. And Alec is at ten. Wow. Okay. Now, does anyone have a 
guess as to what the challenge question was. You know it's not the Abraham Lincoln one because that was just my <laughs> research mistake. Can I get three points but for that? It could be that? any of... No, everyone did, Joe. I caught first. <laughs> I buzzed in first. <laughs> but it could be, I mean, uh, yeah, could be Abraham Lincoln. questions. Can um, we hear Squeaky Sam with the answers? Like we always do. I like Squeaky Sam. Oh, yes. Oh. Okay, so with all that in mind, go ahead and I guess you can buzz in if you have a guess for what the challenge question was. Okay, Joe? I'd like to challenge the penultimate one which was the the cargo one that was low the mixed consist uh no the the one that was what the percentage 40%. Of, yeah. yeah that one yeah how much cargo has been taken on trains no that is correct <sighs> wah, wah. yeah i mean truckers have to make money somehow joe right okay john all right uh gosh i never like challenging things i'm gonna say that you're wrong about the longest straight segment of track. track. There's just so much room in Siberia for a straight well. track. Nope, it's Australia. That's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, I'm okay. So I'm gonna win either way now, right? Yeah, you win this. <laughs> so I'll I'll try. Um, was it the uh, was it the train murder guy? Was it not actually intentional? It was actually an alligator. That is correct, Alec. That was the challenge question. That's it. Um. Yes, uh-huh. It was not intentional was sabotage. Was it the no. boat hitting the bar, like, the barge hitting the bridge? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, Joseph Boardman actually <laughs> did... Sorry, John, because you did get that right. So, Joseph Boardman actually did sabotage a different Amtrak train. It didn't kill that many people, but, um, yes, it was a... The tugboat Mavilla collided with the bridge. It got lost in the fog, hit the bridge. It had ori- originally been built as a swing bridge, and that dislodged the swinging part of the bridge, and... The train hit the dislodged section and derailed it to the bayou. But the deaths and injuries are correct at 47 and 103. But Alec gets the three points. Yay. I'm so happy. I have not won before. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I was going to say, Alec, is this your first win? I'm pretty sure. That's impressive. How have we gone this long? (laughs) I don't know. I've been on a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You're now officially a train spotter. There you go. You are. You get your train spotter badge. I need one of those GoPro fisheye GoPros on my face. The one that that gives you that horrible. (laughs) I love that you know his name. Yeah. You're familiar Ah, enough with this man's work that you know Francis Bourgeois. Who doesn't know Francis Bourgeois? I mean, I'm familiar with his work. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, I threw out my scorecard in disgust. I had to wheel away. (laughs) (laughs) I would be disgusted, John, because you did get the right answer on that one. I got it right! It's whatever. That's the worst. I I felt it in my soul and said I'd, like, let Trans-Siberian Orchestra delude me. Well, folks, it looks like we've rolled into the station, so that's all the time we have. Thanks for riding Train 1, and we'll see you next week. Choo-choo. Toot-toot. I guess trains do roll, don't they? Toot-toot.